the voice of WOW, Women of Wrestling, Stephen Dickey. Mike, thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here, right here, as one of the next illustrious guests on The Mike Rand Show. Everybody, welcome to the Mike Rand Show. And today's special guest is the voice of WOW, Stephen Dickey. Hey, Stephen, how are you? I'm good, Mike. Thank you for having me. This is an absolute pleasure. You've had so many great people on right now, and I'm just I'm happy to I'm happy to be uh, another another guest in a long line of great people. So thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for coming. So why don't we start off with you telling us? You know, have have you always been a wrestling fan? Oh my gosh, yeah. I uh, I started watching wrestling when I was seven, eight years old. I remember the first event I ever watched was uh, it was the uh, Bash at the Beach with WCW when Carl Malone and Dennis Rodman were in the tag team match with Hogan and Page. And I remember just like uh, we I watched it at a friend's house and and just like ever since then I was hooked. It was it was just like from then on it was that that was all I wanted to do was I just wanted to be a part of wrestling and you know growing up in that that and the Attitude Era and the Monday Night Wars and everything there on it was just like it hooked me and I never turned back since even even as I got older and and you know other kids and, and friends of mine were kind of getting out of it and getting away from wrestling it just I for some reason it just it kept you know it got hold of me and never let go and where did you grow up I'm from Indianapolis Indiana born and raised here lived here my whole life so this is uh uh, and obviously we've got tons of other people in WOW from the uh, Indiana area David McLean, uh, you know, the man who started it all, he's from Indianapolis. So we have that in common. I think that's one of the reasons why we were able to connect is just the, the fact that we have similar backgrounds. We come from a, the, the same area. And then of course, uh, Samantha Smart, the IQ superior, Samantha Smart is also from Indiana. So, you know, we, we all kind of, there's, there's this, uh, this connection, this hometown connection between a lot of us there that, uh, you know, just uh, one of those things nobody else can really relate to. Just, you know, kind of the, the three of us was just kind of talk about memories from being back home. And how did you get involved in WOW? I got involved with WOW. I always say it's kind of a fluke thing, but it, um, I remember one night, this was probably late 2011, early 2012. I was up late one night just on the internet and you know how you kind of get on that internet rabbit hole of just looking at different articles and reading different things and started reading about wow and it, it got me thinking about David McLean and how David is from Indianapolis and um, you know one thing that people don't really remember about David is he ran shows here in Indianapolis under the name of POW. Um, and his history goes even further than that. He worked for Dick the Bruiser. So he's really got really deep roots here in Indianapolis. And I remember thinking, you know, wow, hasn't aired in so long by that point. It had been over 10 years since an episode had aired and he had ran a show. And I, I just remember thinking, I wonder if he's got anything coming up. So I found his website, just went on the contact page and I said, you know, Hey, do you guys have any shows coming up that I'd, I'd love to, to hear about? I'd love to know about it. And I, you know, maybe they will be in my area and I can go to one. And, um, and I remember I 
thinking to myself as I was writing it, I was like, I don't want just like a corporate answer. I don't want them to, you know, kayfabe me, you know, um, I don't know if anybody's familiar with, I'm sure most people watching this are familiar with that term, but I just, I didn't want to, I didn't want them to kayfabe me and give me some answer. Like, you know, just, just treat me like another Joe off the street. So I was like, I told him, I was like, Hey, I followed wrestling for a long time. I was a writing student at the time, studying creative writing in college. So I told him, I was like, look, I'm, I'm a writer. I know how things go behind the scenes. I, I, you know, you don't have to, you don't have to, to treat me, you know, like you don't have to treat me like a Mark. So uh, I just wanted to make that make that in there so I could get a legit answer, not thinking anything of it. I sent the email, went to bed, woke up the next morning, and in my inbox it said, please forward your writing information to David McLean. He's interested in reviewing it. And I was just floored. I was over the moon. I couldn't believe it. I was jumping up and down in my bedroom, and I was like, this can't be real. This this has to be this has to be a joke. This has to be a rib, right? You know, there's no way that, you know, I I, I that I have the chance to send, you know, my writing to, to the David McLean. So I did, you know, I did everything that they asked. I, I sent, you know, my information, my background, um, which at the time, like I said, I was a student, so I didn't really have a lot of professional credits to my name. Uh, most of just working on, you know, stuff through school projects and, you know, worked in the theater, you know, in high school and college and stuff. So I had a little bit of amateur background, but nothing really professional. So I was like, you know, there's no way I'm going to be even considered. So it just kind of was this evolution of, okay, I've got to this point. There's no way I'm going to get to the next step. And then that all led up to for a couple of months of emails. And then finally uh, David said, Hey, I want to hop on the phone with you and kind of do a phone interview. And I was like, again, I was like, there's no way I'm going to make it past this. So I got on the phone with him. We talked about how, you know, we're both from Indianapolis. We connected on the fact that uh, just the stuff around our uh, around town and, uh, I knew his background with the Bruiser and the World Wrestling Association, which is just fascinating uh, subject. If anybody is a wrestling historian out there, I highly recommend researching the WWA territory here in Indianapolis. It's full of some great talent. Um, and then the other thing was the fact that, uh, and I know you can relate to this, Mike, but when I was growing up, I watched the original WOW when it was in syndication here uh, on television, and that was uh, I knew the history of it. So David started spout, you know, talking about some of the classic storylines. Like he talked about Lana, uh, Lana's Christmas program where she read the, like the twas the night before Christmas type, uh, uh, type segment. And I remember it was like, Oh my gosh, I remember that as clear as day. It was so vivid in my mind. And um, so based on the fact that we were able to connect on a personal level and the fact that I had this professional knowledge of what had happened in wow already, so I knew where the storylines were picking up. I knew where the characters were picking up and I knew the history. I think that really, you know, did it. I think that really uh, sold it, uh, sold me to David. So David was like, let's do it. I think this is going to work great. And then it was, there were a few false starts through 2012. We really, we, they had events lined up that just, you know, just didn't happen, didn't happen. And I remember, I'm sure the talent got discouraged, but I really got, I really started to get discouraged. Like, man, I, you know, they're, whatever happens, like I'm all the way out here in Indianapolis, they're all the way out there in LA. So all I could do is just stay on top of them through communication and correspondence and would send emails and I would call. And finally it was uh, December of 2012. So this almost a year of just communicating through email. And finally uh, it was December of 2012. We got together um, started doing some conference calls and some web conferences and 
started putting a show together. And then I don't know if anybody remembers, but the first show that we did was January of 2013. We were in Vegas at the Eastside Cannery Casino and off to the races and the rest is, is history at that point. But that's kind of, that was my process of pretty much a full year of just trying to get my foot in the door and be a part of this family. So I initially came on as a writer and uh, uh, after the, the writing, um, you know, after we did those shows in Vegas, David tried a bunch of different announcers and just through various, you know, flukes, you know, there was just something that didn't click with David and some of the announcers that they tried. And we threw out other names that could have potentially filled that, that spot. But again, just something that David wasn't really feeling when we would throw out those names. So finally, you know, I, uh, in addition to doing writing in college, I also did some broadcasting. So I finally threw my name into the hat and I said, I said, David, let me try it. Let me do it. Let me give it a shot. You know, we already work well together. You, you know, you're already paying me. So, you know, it's like, just, you know, let, let me, let me give it a shot. So we got together in a hotel in Long Beach with me, David, and our director and a few microphones and a computer. And we took those shows that we filmed in Vegas and David and I just started rolling on the commentary. And, you know, we, like I said, I feel like we already had a connection, but we just like, we've, we had a total, we, we hit another gear when we were on commentary and we just took it to another level. And, and he and I, as you guys have seen on TV, you know, I feel like we have a great chemistry when it comes to being on the microphone together and being at the table. So it, it was, uh, we, we had that right from the very beginning. And, and I think that's what uh, sealed my fate as far as the announcing goes. Uh, and again, from there, it was just, uh, it was, it was just a match made in heaven. I feel like. So currently now, so you are doing the commentary on WoW. Are you still involved in the storyline process? Yeah, yeah. The, uh, I always say the nucleus, uh, the creative nucleus of WoW is always going to be David McLean and Selena Majors, who uh, was a, a character for a long time on the show. But she's always been behind the scenes as the trainer. So she's in charge of making sure that uh, the wrestlers are good to go. Uh, the new, less experienced athletes that we bring in, she makes sure that they are ring ready by the time it's time. By, by the time the show gets going, by the time it's uh, it's it's bell time. Um, so David and Selena are always the creative nucleus. Everything you see on that show starts and ends with them. And then I always am, you know, the third wheel, not in a negative sense, I guess. But I'm I'm the, I, I guess I'm like the tiebreaker. You know, if there's like a David, Selena, and they're on opposite ends. I can always fill in those gaps. Um, so yeah, but from, you know, from top to bottom, it's, you know, the three of us have, you know, from since that day in 2012 in December, you know, to now here, you know, we're recording this in 2020. So eight years, you know, we've, you know, we've had this three person team going where we're creating these stories and these characters. And this is the driving force behind what you see on television. And it's, it's amazing. You know, I never thought, watching these two on TV, I would have never thought that we would have gelled so well as a team, you know, writing, creating these shows and then working on, you know, on screen together with David. It's just been, it's surreal. It's, it's, it's a dream come true, but it's, it's awesome work. And I, and I love every second of it. So what does wow superheroes look for in their talent when they're scouting new talent? There's honestly, there's no one thing that, that, anybody is looking for when you're looking for a wow superhero. Cause I know that's one thing I always throw out names that I find through indie wrestling. You know, I, I love following independent wrestling. And I think there's so many talented people out there, but I always try to throw out some names of people that I like. 
Um, but it, it's not really, like I said, it's not just one thing. There's not a look, there's not a certain personality trait. It's just, it's kind of those things you can't put your finger on it, but when you see it, you know it. So if there's somebody that just exudes this larger than life personality that you feel like for me, when I look at them, it's like, if I can see them on TV in a wow ring and I feel like they can deliver and I feel like you put a microphone in their hands or put a camera on them and they're not going to buckle under that pressure. I think that is the, when, when I feel like I'm getting that from a performer, I think that is what, that's the main thing that you look for. But again, it's not any one thing. It could be the fact that they're athletic. It could be the fact that they have a great look. It could be the fact that they talk great, that they know how to work a microphone, that they work well with a certain opponent, that they just look good on a stage or in a certain outfit. But there's so many things that come together to make it so that these women, these, these awesome, strong, powerful women can look like superheroes, no pun intended, like these larger than life characters on TV. Now, I'm sure you've auditioned many WoW superheroes over the past years. Now, one in particular went on that you guys passed on, and she went to the WWE, and her name is Sarah Logan. Can you tell us a little bit about that story? Yeah, yeah. This, it's a fun story. It's, it's so long ago that, you know, so many different things have happened and so many twists and turns have happened that, you know, this is a story I, I, I feel like we can share now. But uh, years ago, there was an email forwarded to me. I say like four, five, six years ago, there was an email forwarded to me by an executive with WOW. And they, it was uh, originated from a, an independent wrestler named Madman Pondo. And I don't know if anybody's familiar with that name, but he does a lot of wrestling here in my area here in Indiana. Um, Indiana, Kentucky, Ohio, Illinois, you know, just independent shows like that. And I'm, he's branched out and done a lot of stuff. But um, he uh, was telling us about this wrestler he knows named Crazy Mary Dobson. And she was a young independent worker. She did a lot of hardcore wrestling, a lot of this, a uh, lot of weapons type matches, you know, very, very bloody, violent matches uh, throughout this area. Um, and I believe at the time Pondo and crazy Mary Dobson were dating, uh, which, and then he was kind of serving as her representative and her agent at the time. So he was trying to get her more work, get her name out there, which I respect that, you know, a lot of, you know, it's, it's just what you do when, you know, a good worker. So I saw the, you know, the materials he sent us, the matches, the pictures, the, the background information, and I was familiar with her work on the Indies. Um, but there were two things going into it that I really kind of, I, they were not red flags, but just knowing what I know about WOW management and what they look for that I knew at the time wasn't going to work. And the first thing was, like I said, at the time, uh, Crazy Mary Dobson was doing a lot of hardcore wrestling with a lot of blood, a lot of violence. And that was something that WOW management was not uh, in favor of. It was something that they didn't want to get involved. They didn't want, they didn't want to get involved with wrestlers who were doing that on the indie scene. The idea being that they're pursuing some advertisers and some endorsements and some TV deals. So when you're going for that and then your performers are showing up doing these matches for promotions that, you know, aren't seeking the same endorsement deals that we are, it doesn't line up with the values. And then you really kind of end up with this weird dynamic between the performer uh, inside WOW and the performer outside WOW, and it's hard to separate those two. So at the time, it was just something that was, that the WOW management wanted to avoid so they could keep pursuing these TV deals and endorsements and sponsorship deals. Uh, so that was red flag number one. 
the second one was with Madman Pondo being the one reaching out to us and the fact that, like I said, I know they were involved in a personal relationship of some kind. They, uh, WoW management had talked about, I'd heard so many people in WoW's like, oh, you know, so-and-so's boyfriend or so-and-so's husband or so-and-so's this person that they're dating, uh, wife or, or girlfriend emailed us and now they want to do this or now they're not comfortable doing this and now they're not, you know, in favor of this. And they just got to the point where I heard so many times, it's like, you know, we're just done dealing with, you know, the, the spouse, we want to deal with just the wrestler. So again, I was like, I felt like that was just going to lead to another situation that wow executives probably didn't want to get into. So ultimately I told the, the, the person who emailed me, I said, look, I don't see this being a good fit right now. It's probably best not to pursue this. Not that she's not talented. And I kept saying that I said, she's a good worker. But based on, you know, where we're at right now, where she's at right now, I just think it's going to be a headache for everyone, for the wow people, for crazy Mary Dobson. And then we just decided, I just said, probably not. And then ultimately that was the final call that, you know, she wasn't going to be brought into wow. Fast forward years later and crazy Mary Dobson gets signed to WWE and the NXT brand and she becomes Sarah Logan. And not only is she on NXT, but they bring her on to SmackDown and she's part of the riot squad and really just established this reputation as a great up and comer, uh, really, you know, promising future talent. Um, and I know she got released recently as of, as the t at the time we're recording this, it was just about a week or so ago that she was released by WWE. But, you know, I've always been a fan of hers. And, you know, even though we, we, you know, like I said, I kind of made the call to pass on her. It wasn't due lack of talent. It was just, you know, things didn't line up at that time. And, uh, you know, as things have worked out, she ended up with WWE doing amazing things. She got married, uh, you know, to Raymond Rowe of the Viking Raiders, War Machine. So, you know, she's, you know, she ended up doing big things. We're doing great things over here. So I think ultimately, you know, not, I'm not trying to take credit for anything good or bad that happened to anybody or anything in that situation. But it's just funny how things work out in the long run. You know, everybody ended up benefiting from that, that one moment, that little butterfly effect moment there and there have been many great matches in wow over the years looking back is there any particular match or matches that stand out to you that you're like i i really loved watching this match or th that those group of performers really gave a good show during that match oh absolutely yeah there's two of my favorites to ever call were caged heat you know they uh they're 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 brawlers so i don't think anybody's ever gonna sit there and say they're technicians or high flyers or anything but just the fact that they would just just viciously just go into the ring and just you know hammer away at their opponents but they were just so fun too they were they were they were just charismatic they had this energy they were hilarious they were just always a good time whenever they came out it's like you know that was that was the those were the ones where the audience would always perk up and everybody got excited to see Loka and Delta come out to the ring. And then you added Sofia Lopez later in their run. And you just realized that, my goodness, it's like there was just such a fantastic dynamic between, you know, Loka and Delta and then adding Sofia. It was just, it was, it was wonderful. They, th those two and, and Sofia just knocked it out of the park every time. So they, those were two of my favorites. As far as matches though, I'll never forget the first world title change I called was, when uh, Lana Starr defended the title against Jungle Girl in Las Vegas when we filmed at the Eastside Cannery and Jungle Girl ended up beating Lana and it was the end of this long journey for Jungle Girl. You know, like, like I said, I know you can relate to me on this. 
watching Jungle Girl, watching Lana for all those years, seeing those two finally get in the ring together, and then Jungle Girl wins the world championship, you know, so deserved, so, you know, it, she earned it so much. She earned so much in that the time that she'd been, uh, you know, wrestling, and, and she just, she was one of the most deserving champions that you'll ever find, and just one of the nicest human beings you'll ever meet, obviously. So, yeah, seeing Jungle Girl win the world title, it was huge. And, you know, I guess going forward, anytime I get to call a world title match or a tag team title match, just there's there's another there's a certain atmosphere in the air and you just, nothing compares to it. So no matter how many world title matches I get to call, no matter who's in it, it's just like there's this, you know, it makes your the, the, the hair on the back of your neck stand up. And it's just a totally different energy in the building when that world title gets hoisted up and, and you know you're about to see a great match and two two people just go at it and give their all in the ring. Is there any type of match that WoW hasn't done yet that you'd like to see WoW do? Uh, you and I talk a lot about, you know, they, they've done Battle Royals, but I, I love Battle Royals. I'm a huge fan of it. I'd love to yeah. see them do a Battle Royal. Uh, you know, we talk about the Mike Rand Battle Royal. Hopefully one of these days we'll get to see it, fingers crossed. Um, but uh, me personally, I love a good old school cage match. And the last – we haven't done a cage match since Selena Majors and Thug um, – I would love to see another cage match in WoW. As far as something that we haven't seen, um, probably like an I Quit match. Uh, I, I just, I, I, you know, back in the day, you'd see those old school I Quit matches, just people just beating the holy hell out of each other and just, you know, just a good old-fashioned just just scrum. You know what I mean? So, yeah, probably probably something along those lines. I, I, I love those, just those those brawl, just, just those intense-type matches, I Quit matches, last-man-standing matches. Uh, just that, that is like, I think, uh, it, it's not always done well, but when it is, it's just, there's something about it. That's like, you look back at, uh, what was the Roddy Piper, or Greg Valentine and the dog collar match. That's another one that I love. So I, I, I just, those phys the physicality of those matches. I I'd love to see something like that someday. All right. I'm going to throw out some wow superhero names and you tell me what are some of the first things that come to your mind when I mention okay. So, so we'll start off with jungle girl intensity oh my gosh she is she's one of the most intense people you'll ever know and and uh outside of wow she runs a gym so i mean she she eats sleeps lives and breathes just being this fierce competitor so intensity caged heat fun with two of the most fun people you'll ever meet and just a blast to be around lana star <laughs> high maintenance <laughs> <laughs> she's uh oh gosh lana's one of a kind um she is uh and and i say high maintenance but i mean she's she she does have there's another side that people don't see to her and she she has a kindness to her but of course she's she's lana star and she wants things the way she wants it and things are going to be how she needs it and she's not going to accept anything less than the best so that is the lana that you see that's the lana you get the beast uh power just pure power like those those videos that you see when she comes out where she's lifting weights and throwing tires and stuff that's not special effects like she can legitimately just manhandle anything put in front of her so just raw power that's that's what i say about the beast fire and adrenaline fire and adrenaline uh athleticism energy excitement i mean those 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 two i love when they come to the ring because i know it's going to be nothing like anybody's ever seen before. I know they're always going to pull out something different. I know they're always going to pull out something unique. 
they are two of the most fun, uh, incredibly athletic people you will ever see in that ring. Now, what would you say are a couple things that maybe three things that maybe fans don't know about you? Three things people don't know about me. Well, I, I you know, I, I don't, I, I'm not on social media anymore, so I don't know that uh, people got, you know, really got a chance to know me, but uh, uh, three things people don't know about me. Uh, I, I'm, a, I'm a father of two great kids. I, I've got a 12-year-old son and a four-year-old daughter, and they're my world. You know, they're the reason I, I do what I do, and uh, I always say that, uh, you know, one of the reasons I, I, I like doing WOW is that, you know, one of these days my kids are going to grow up and they're going to, people are going to tell them, you know, you, you know, uh, everybody says to kids reach for the stars, but then you reach a certain point as you get to an adult and they say, you got to be realistic. Well, I can tell my kids, it's like, you know, never stop chasing your dreams because they can come true. So yeah, I mean, it's, uh, uh, yeah, I'm a proud parent. Um, I'm coming up on my, uh, uh second wedding anniversary with my lovely wife uh, Natalie, and, uh, she's, you know, another driving force behind everything that I do. Um, uh, so yeah, uh, that's a, a proud father, proud husband. So those are, those are two things people might not know about me. Third thing people might not know about me was something, uh, I try to think of something weird here that people, you don't hear everybody say, I, I don't know. I, I, um, everybody's got like a, a favorite show or movie. I love horror movies. Maybe that's one the third thing people don't know about me. So I was, yeah, I, was, I try to relate to people on a certain level, uh, but yeah. The, so anybody who, out there who likes horror movies, uh, if you see me at a wow show and you like horror movies, you can probably stop and talk to me and we'll probably kill two to three hours just talking about scary movies. Uh, but yeah. So yeah, I love horror movies. My favorite movie of all time is psycho. Uh, I love the, I love the old black and white aesthetic of the movie. So uh, yeah, yeah, those are those are probably three interesting facts about me. I don't know how interesting those are to other people, but yeah, that's the uh, I think those that perfectly sums me up. Okay, and now we're gonna do a quick lightning round where I'm gonna awesome. name you a couple things and you tell me which one you prefer. Okay. Okay. WWE or AEW? Right now, AEW. Lemons or limes? Limes. Facebook or Twitter? Twitter. Scream or I know what you did last summer. Oh, I know what you did last summer. I know most people would say scream, but I'm gonna go with I know what you did last summer. I agree with you on that one. I like <laughs> that one too. Now this one's a three-way question. So okay. Charlotte Flair, Sasha Banks, or Becky Lynch. I'm gonna go Sasha Banks. I love Sasha. I've been a fan of hers from the beginning, and I think she's highly underrated and just a great in-ring talent. So Sasha Banks. John Cena or Roman Reigns? John Cena. The Middle or Modern Family? The Middle. I'm from Indiana. I got to go The Middle. I agree. I love The Middle. That's one of my <laughs> favorite shows. Coke or Pepsi? Pepsi. Kelly Clarkson or Carrie Underwood? Kelly Clarkson. Pizza with toppings or pizza with no toppings? Toppings. More toppings, the better. Throw it on. 21 Jump Street or 22 Jump Street? Oh, it's like making me pick between my children. Um... I'm going to go 21 Jump Street. It started, it launched, uh, to, it's responsible. 22 Jump Street wouldn't be anything without 21 Jump Street, so I'm going to say 21. City life or country life? Country life, uh, but I do like certain aspects of city life, but uh, I don't like, uh, as weird as it sounds, I'm kind of an introvert, so I want to get away to the country. So country life. Potato or potato? <laughs> potato. <laughs> McDonald's or Burger King? 
that's a tough one. Uh, I got to give the edge to Burger King, though. Flame broiled. Ooh, okay. I'm a, I'm a McDonald's fan. That's okay. Everybody's got their preference, but I love a flame broiled patty from Burger King. I love their burgers. All right. Thank you so much for joining us here today. So why don't you tell all the fans out there if they want to contact you, what's the best way to reach you? Uh, honestly, you got to go through WOW. I am uh, 100% WOW. So what you can find WOW Superheroes at WOW Superheroes on all forms of social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever you use, WOW is on there. Um, so yeah, you, if you want to get a hold of me, uh, send it to any of those uh, social media platforms through Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at WOW Superheroes, and they'll, uh, they'll pass it along to me. They're not shy about it, trust me. Um, but yeah, like I said, I'm not on social media anymore myself. So uh, yeah, I kind of disconnected. I always told myself once I hit 30, I would be done with social media and I stuck to it. So I had to, I had to, I had to draw the line. Uh, but yeah, hit up WOW Superheroes because not only will you find me, but you'll find all the great wrestlers that we, uh, that we have on our roster and you'll be able to reach out to them too. So yeah, why not? All right. Thank you very much for joining us today. I had a blast. Everybody keep it right here, more great interviews, and we'll talk to you all soon. Thanks, everybody.